welcome to Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Alyssa Beth, a parent and relationship coach. As a coach, my focus is to guide you towards becoming aware, authentic, and aligned with your true self. Our outer relationships serve as mirrors reflecting our inner world. It is through this understanding that we can embark on a journey of self-discovery and alignment. On this podcast, we explore the profound connection between our inner selves and the relationships we form with others. With a focus on awareness, authenticity, and alignment, we dive into thought-provoking discussions and practical strategies to help you cultivate fulfilling relationships. Uh, Today, our guest is Kevin Palmieri. Uh, Kevin, would you please introduce yourself? Yeah. So first of all, Alyssa, thank you so very much for having me. Uh, Today, I am the host of Next Level University, a global top 100 podcast. We have 1,404 episodes as of today, listeners in 150 plus countries. And I'm very blessed to be able to podcast for a living now. So our goal ultimately is to help people level up their life, their love, which I'm sure we'll be talking about today, their health and their wealth. That is amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think that every podcaster's dream is to get that far. That is awesome. <laughs> it's uh it's been a it's been a very, very interesting journey and I've learned a lot about myself and other humans. And believe it or not, it's really helped me in all of my relationships, not just my my intimate one with my wife. That is wonderful. You know, it's funny because you don't think about how you, just the smaller things or the things that you wouldn't consider helping your relationships, but in all, you know, everything is connected. So everything is connected 100%. Yes. Um, speaking of relationships, uh, would you please uh, kind of go into that a little bit? Yeah. So I have a very, very wonderful wife who we have been together now coming up on five years. We have been married for one. So our anniversary is actually coming up next week, a week and a half. And it's interesting because we we connected when I was in my mid-20s. So I think we connected at 27. We didn't work out then. I ended up moving on. She ended up moving on. And eventually, after I went through my own little bout of growth and self-improvement, I was very, very, very lonely. And I couldn't seem to find anybody who I felt really understood me and the mission that I was on. And I remember saying to my friends, I don't know anything other than the fact that Taryn, who is my wife, she will understand exactly what I'm going through and she gets me. I don't know how to explain it, but I know she gets me better than anybody else ever has. And when I had that feeling, I reached out to her. She was fresh out of a relationship. And then we went out and got coffee. And that was the the start to a, a new amazing relationship that we have today. And yeah, it's the interesting thing for me is I didn't really understand that relationships were about growth, right? That's right. something that I, I didn't really get that early on. I thought relationships were you get a relationship and it makes you complete and it makes the other person complete. I never really understood the point until I got more mature. So that is something we're focused on every day is how do we grow together? How do we grow apart, you know, separately to to make a stronger relationship? That's really our focus. I love that. That is incredible because it is so true. There are so many people who think that it is about completing each other when it's actually just about growth. And mm-hmm. growing together is a very, very necessary component to 
a healthy relationship, but you also need to be able to grow individually. Yeah. Yeah. Something we've been practicing lately is we have what we call me dates. So we have we dates where we spend time together and then we have me dates where I'll just watch a movie by myself or I'll get food by myself or something like that. I, I love watching mixed martial arts. So on Saturday, I'm on the couch watching that. It just gives a, a an opportunity for each of us to make sure that we're filling our cup separately right. in whatever whatever way that means. So that's been very, very beneficial to to understand that as well. Yeah. That is just amazing. It is so important to, and that's even what I was uh, discussing the other day with somebody, uh, a mother, you know, I was saying uh, one of the reasons mothers get so burnt out is because they don't, you know, they don't have time for themselves. They don't do things separately outside of being a mother. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I cannot but... claim to understand because I, I am not a mother, <laughs> but our, believe it or not, Alyssa, the the vast majority of our listeners are women, many of which are mothers. So that's something we've talked about a lot is the, you know, the self-care isn't selfish route. Now, obviously, you have to watch your children. And if you don't have somebody to watch them, that's a different, that's a different thing. But right. really understanding in any relationship, self-care is not selfish. And if the person in the relationship is making your self-care selfish, that might be a point of contention worth looking into. Exactly. Definitely. And that is actually one of the things I've been trying to help other people, especially women, you know, uh, define because a lot of people define self-care as normal, basic human needs, especially when you're a mother. But, you know, <laughs> um, there's actually, you know, like with you and having your me dates, that is very necessary. And, you know, you need to just have time specifically for yourself just to do whatever you feel is, you know, feeding your soul or just mm. helping you relax or, you know, so I agree. <laughs> filling your cup. That's what we usually say. Something filling that's something yeah. that's filling your cup. It, you know, I, I love snuggling in bed and watching stuff with my wife, but there's some nights I just want to watch something stupid that I know she probably won't want to watch. So <laughs> I, I'll just say, Hey, do you, do you mind if I have a mean night or, you know, a me minute, whatever it may be, it doesn't have to be an entire night. It depends on, it depends on where you are and it depends on a lot of different things and how long you've been in your relationship and what your communication styles are. There's a lot of facets that go into it. That is very true. <laughs> but the concept remains the same. So that is, that is excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've actually been trying to uh, work that out more in my family because I feel like it's really important that everybody does that. Because again, you, in order for you to grow as an individual, you need to be separate, you know, and have some time away from everybody and everything so that you can mm. reconnect with yourself. So, And time to think. Exactly. That is the most important. <laughs> <laughs> I, some of my best thoughts come to me in the shower and it's like, well, it makes sense. I mean, that might be the first time in the day where you didn't have music on or you didn't have something visually stimulating around or... You know, it might be right. the first time in the day where you actually have the attention to pay to yourself. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. There are so many re different reasons, uh, you know, but I agree. Yes. And, uh, you know, you need more than that. Those just those few minutes. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, and give yourself a little more time than that. But yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say so. I agree. <laughs> so, um, okay. So how about... Uh, I'd love to talk more about how you make your relationship a habit. 
Yeah, it's it, that's a, that's something new too for me. The the last five years or so, when I'm talking to people, a lot of people talk about fitness or they talk about money, and they say, "Well, I have a routine, right? I have a fitness routine. I have a financial routine. I track my weight. I track my calories. I track my water. I track my bank balance. I'm measuring all these things." And when we started the podcast, we were thinking of health, wealth, and love. So we said, well, we're going to track our habits under health and wealth, but we also should, should do it under love. So just as a, cu- a couple examples, and it starts very small. If you're trying to create habits around your relationship, start very small from a place of sustainability. But one good thing is the gratitude game. So every single night before my wife and I go to bed, we both say one thing that we're grateful for about one another. And we've done that, I don't know how long it's been, but if we miss a night, we say two the next day, and we've done that every single day for as long as I can remember. And it's something that takes two minutes, but it's going to extend the the life of our relationship by a lot more than two minutes, so it's definitely worth doing. Anything that you can turn into a habit, so let's just say Sunday is always date day, awesome. We used to, and we've been slipping on this and we have to get back into it, but we used to do these check-ins where every single Sunday we would sit down and say, are your love languages being met? Are your core values being met? Do you feel in alignment? What is something you wish I did more of? What is something you wish I did less of? And we would just check in proactively to make sure that everything was going the way we want it to instead of getting to the point where something reactive happened and then we have an argument or a disagreement. So anything you can do to make sure that you're intentionally living within your relationship is a great place to start. And then you just build a habit on top of that. I live in a spreadsheet, so I have a lot of my habits in in my spreadsheets. But for you, you could literally have a whiteboard in the living room where you have different habits, right? Maybe you want to read the same book together. So read five pages of you know, X book. Um, track finances together. Play the the gratitude game, that type of stuff. I think it's it's very personal depending on who you are and what your relationship looks like, but starting with something very small and sustainable is always my suggestion. And I think the gratitude game is an easy place to start where you're actually going to get a lot of benefits from something very simple. I agree. I love that um, because especially since, you know, they say that the last five minutes right before you go to sleep are the most important because it mm. sets you up for the next day. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. That's like affirming. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's simple, right? I, I yes. A lot of us tend to overcomplicate things. We say, well, I'm in this relationship. Okay, I got to do this and we're going to do this. And we're going to do this. And we're going to do this. In the beginning, I think the most important thing is just to build momentum on the habit. And it can be something very, very, very simple. One thing I was doing for a while is I would have, and now in this moment, I'm thinking I should probably start doing it again. On one of my habits, I might have something like, um, let's just say love language, love language act. So what are the love languages that my wife cares about the most and how can I show one act towards that love language today? So maybe quality time, you know, make sure we have quality time tonight or acts of service, do the dishes before she gets home, whatever it may be. That again is just going to keep it top of mind and it's just easier to form a habit on something that's very intentional. 
I absolutely love that. It's um, awesome because I actually, you know, I like with the Sunday check-ins, I kind of do that with my son, you know, um, just to make sure that he's, you know, we're, you know, on the same page and Mm -hmm. his needs are being met and stuff because um, it's very easy for things to just slip by. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, he's in his teens now. So for me, it's very important that, you know, he's not, I'm not missing something important in his life. Right, so, right. Um, and I also want him to, you know, have a connection, a, you know, a connection. So, um, but I love the love language thing. I think I want to start implementing that because I've been trying to teach him. He's autistic. So mm. this has been fun. Um, so I've been trying to teach him and my other family members about the love languages and stuff and trying to implement how we can uh, include them in our daily lives so that we're, you know, feeling more fulfilled in all mm. of our relationships. And it, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah it, it all starts from a place of intention, right? I mean, mm-hmm, if, definitely. if you, if you think about eating healthier, that's just an intention. I, I intend on eating healthier Then every single decision you make is either in alignment with the intention or out of alignment. And you can hone that and you, it's just the stuff that you focus on, you're going to have more opportunities to impact. So that's, it's just that in the beginning, even if that's the first thought is, okay, I want to focus more on my relationship. All right, cool. What does that mean? Put a sticky note on the fridge that says, I'm super grateful for my amazing relationship. That's a great place to start. It's simple, but it's going to prime your mind to focus on the positive things, the, the positivities in your life. Right. On top of which, it'll help you, you know, stay in uh, alignment with that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. Um, do you have any suggestions for the listeners, um, to our listeners, to help them uh, enhance the relationships that they have now? Ooh, I, yeah, I would say Sunday check-ins are good. Any Any check-in is going to be valuable because you're coming from a place of proactivity and not reactivity. That's one. Honestly. And this is kind of a hard answer to give. Make sure you're doing the work on yourself. So I, in the very near future, I'll be going back to therapy, not from a reactive thing of I need therapy right now and I feel like I really need support more so I can understand myself at a deeper level. And if I understand myself at a deeper level, I can thus pour into my relationship at a deeper level. So working on the self-awareness of you is always going to be a valuable use of your time because the more you understand yourself, the more you're going to be able to impact your relationship. Those are a couple simple ones. There's a lot of apps now where you can, you know, they might have the question of the day or the topic of the day and you and part you and your partner can both sign up for the app and it's a really good way to communicate through the app and learn about each other and it prompts you and there's deeper talks you can have that I would say be very, very honest with yourself and your partner around what your core beliefs are, around what your core values are, and around what your core, <clears throat> excuse me, your core aspirations are as well. So my wife's, one of her core values is joy and learning, right? Those are two of her biggest core values. So having deep conversations with her is always going to be something that she really, really enjoys because it's connected to learning and growth. Understanding the things under your partner, what makes them who they are, that is such a a cheat code that I think a lot of us don't utilize to the degree we could. I don't know if it's because we're convinced we shouldn't talk about 
our pasts or not to ask deep questions. So yeah, it would be that. It would be really be really curious about your partner, all of their stuff, the stuff they love, the stuff they don't, the traumas, the triggers, the the love languages, the positive stuff, the negative stuff. The better you understand them, the more likely you are to succeed in the relationship, I would say. That is amazing and very true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had one more question. Uh, mm. I was listening to your podcast and um, I wanted to know how you keep your relationship going and um, in a healthy balance when you are traveling, you know, for our distance relationship listeners. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a great question. That is a very, very challenging thing depending on I guess all the love languages kind of, right? Because if physical touch or quality time is one of your top love languages, you're not going to get a ton of quote unquote quality time and or traditional physical touch if you're away. I don't know if I have a really good answer for that. And the reason why is I'm not gone that long. And I, when I'm leaving, I try to plan extra time before and after my travels and while I'm away, I try to be intentional with FaceTimes, text messages, pictures from whatever I'm doing, that type of stuff. It really just, it requires a high level of communication. And at the end of the day, there's got to be a conversation around how long is this going to be for? And ultimately, do we believe it will be worth going through the hard yards of us being apart for when we do, if we do end up becoming closer from a geography standpoint. So I don't know if I have a really great answer for that, but I would say it really, you need communication and you really need to lean into the communication and you need to be honest about what your needs are. The other thing too, and this is something my wife and I have talked about a lot. I also understand that there are some times where my needs aren't going to be as met because she's making sure that some of her own personal needs are being met. So that would be another conversation I would have is if you're traveling for work or fulfillment or dream chasing or an opportunity, that might fill you up. And that might be something that fills your cup where your partner might feel alone and, and distanced. If you had that conversation and said, I understand that right now you might not be getting many of your needs met. I'm overflowing with the amount that I have. I'm so incredibly fulfilled but I know when I come back, I will make sure to double and triple down on your needs. Just that communication. I really think that would be the answer I would give. I think that's amazing. I think that's a really good idea too. I appreciate it. Thank you. Communication is so, so important. And I love, <laughs> you know, planning out and making sure that you have, you know, your because when you get picture, pictures and texts and you have FaceTime, it's almost like you're including them, you know, so you're not feeling so distant. In, right. You're, a part of that still. So yeah. Yeah. It's a challenging, it's a challenging situation to be in. It is. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not an easy one. That's one of the reasons transparently I don't, I don't do a lot of traveling and I didn't aspire to do a lot of traveling because I knew that would be, that would be something that would be really, really challenging. The, the last thing I would add to that too is try to have, try to set some sort of virtual dates up, right? So say every Friday at 7 PM, we're going to do a virtual movie night, right? Technology is great right. now where you can literally put your phone up to the TV like you're watching Netflix and Zoom with your, your partner, or have a virtual drink night. There's a lot, of, a lot of things you can do virtually. So 
that might help you get through the interim of being apart. Yes, it's funny because uh, I actually have a virtual uh, right now. It's I think Star Trek. <laughs> My mm. <laughs> sister, uh, she and her family, you know, they wanted to do it, but we live like three thousand miles away, so we do it every week at <laughs> a yeah. certain time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea, right? It works. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, you know, why not? <laughs> We've got the technology <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah, and it's better than nothing, right? It's it's exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's it's not sustainable forever, but it might be sustainable enough to get you through a hard time. Exactly. And it helps keep us connected and that's what's yes. important. Yes, 100%. And, you know, when you do that, you're also uh creating, you know, fostering a sense of support. You know, mm-hmm. it because you're there with you kind of feel there with them. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You feel you feel a part of what they're doing, even though you're not there with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for talking to us today. And um, please let our listeners know how they can find you. Sure. Well, thank you. Number one, thank you so very much for having me. I appreciate it. If you want to hear more about me and what we do and listen to our podcast, it's called Next Level University. We're on all the podcast platforms. We're on YouTube as well. That's the best place to get to know me just because we do an episode every day and you'll either love us or you'll get sick of us very quickly. So you'll you'll know very quickly. That's that's the best place to find us. Excellent. Thank you so much. And of course, uh, good luck with your podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>